Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Stadium Cast. My name is Inadequence. You might know me as Martijn. And I am Lundberger, also known as Amanda. Uh, I have to ask you, do you have any controversial takes you want to share before we get this episode started? Uh, well, we had a pretty good one last time, which was that Bas- that, that Bacidon's good, or <laughs> at least my opinion. That's uh, you know, it's a lovely Pokemon. I think that already is a is a bad take. Um, I know someone who consistently had them. Yes, uh, unfortunately, he hasn't been around as much. We do see him currently sometimes on play Pokemon tournaments. Um, I'll give you a hint, Amanda. I yeah. miss May. Ooh, well, okay. That is a good hint. Uh, for those of you who maybe couldn't get it from the hint there, we have CCO on the channel today. CCO for the win. I think that's also his uh, full uh, handle, but we're just shortening it for now. Or as you like to call him, Troll. Troll, yes. His, his name is Charles. So I like to call him Troll. It's just shorter, easier. <laughs> I'm yeah. him Charlie. I think <laughs> see if he likes that. Yes, he goes by many names that many of his chatters uh, gave him. He used to be one of the most popular streamers on Twitch, one of the most controversial ones, probably. Also one of the most well-known. And currently he is being a very consistent judge at many play Pokemon tournaments. And don't worry, this episode is fairly family-friendly. Let's kick it off. (laughs) CCO, how are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, I'll I'll do it. How are you, Amanda? This is not my day, guys. This is not my day. No, I'm doing good. Um, I'm really excited to chat a bit with Charles because I got to meet him at EUIC. Uh, I'm going to say, though, uh, Charles, you seem like much more low-key in person than I was expecting. I think think a lot of people expect me to be uh, like on stream, Red Bulled up, coked up almost (laughs) in a sense. it, it, I, I like to, I guess, exaggerate a little bit on stream. I think if you don't do that, uh, it comes out maybe a little boring, especially mm-hmm. when you look at like YouTube voices and like TikTok and all that stuff. Yeah, I think you have to put in a little bit of more energy than normal, but not too much. You can't exaggerate it too much because then then you meet people in real life and then they they look a little too too low key if you want. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 more of like a chill dude in person. Uh, I I still like to be genuine on stream uh, mm-hmm. when I do. Which I don't even remember the last time I did. But um, by, by genuine, do you mean giving like bad takes or something? Um, I mean, if I genuinely think <laughs> I have bad takes, I, sh- I should. Give them. I, I think being honest uh, is mm-hmm. important. It makes That's you fair. makes you feel like more approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes you feel more normal, and I think it it, it cultivates a better relationship with the your chat and your viewers uh, why, why why did you actually s- stop streaming we miss trolls so it's it's a lot of complicated factors right i always th- i always talk about this where when i'm like when i become into something i kind of go 100 percent and kind of never think about the i guess the consequences like i kind of stop caring about other stuff in my life and kind of just go too hard in a way and that, that's with a lot of things like with the relationships with uh hobbies with with work with with kind of everything when i'm when i'm into it i kind of just go very hard like 120 percent, never uh, never stop and then at some point i reach either either i'm not improving anymore or i'm not fulfilled anymore and and then i it slowly dwindles down and it's very hard to, to pick back up and i think there's a lot of obviously other factors going into it like uh i didn't have a job for a little bit 
I like I was struggling like with the pandemic, it, like pandemic was reopening again. Like mm-hmm. I could finally go outside and, and touch some grass. So there, there's a lot of factors and not that I don't miss it. Uh, Cause sometimes I definitely miss hanging out with chat and just mm-hmm. shooting the shit, but I'm playing the go battle league. Yeah. It's mostly forcing myself to, to, I think play the game at this point. I, I think from time to time I, I definitely could stream, but I, I've I've gotten a bit lazy, and I, I should mm-hmm. definitely try and stream more than what I'm doing. So right now it's basically once every three months just to say I got legend and, and getting all the subs. And yeah, I I, I notice even when you well, it, it's funny because a lot of my like streamer friends are like Charles used to go live every month to, to, <laughs> to you know get the subs, and I'm like, what what's the point? Like <laughs> people aren't going to sub for me to not not go live for a month. So. They do. They actually do. I know. I'm actually I surprised to... by how many subs you get. I know. <laughs> you, like, you would be surprised how many subs I still have. And I'm like, how? Why? Like, what, what are you guys doing? Just go buy a coffee or a McDonald's or whatever. Do something better with that five bucks. But... You, you, you do realize that this will be put on later so Chet can actually watch this back. Right? Yes. I mean, I, I, I've, I, I've told them that before. And I, I look, I appreciate the, the support, even though I'm not streaming. I, I think it's stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I stream again, I like I'll gladly appreciate the, the, the subs you want to support. But I think right now it, it doesn't make much sense to. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Charles? I have an Amazon Prime subscription, and I'm going to use it to subscribe to you right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> you would be surprised. Sometimes I, every time I stream on Martines or or, GMs <laughs> or, or whatever, they, they, people start resubbing on my channel, and I'm like, well, I don't get it. But it look, it's. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's there's probably a better ways to, to spend your money. Uh, I, I, I think I appreciate I think, it. I think like people notice that you use your OBS, so um, yeah. when they sub, you actually hear it, right? And yeah, yeah. if they were... TTS offline and my yeah. OBS is open, <laughs> I don't hear it. So uh, it's, it's, I, it's I, I guess they're just trolling in a way. Um, yeah, if 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 it wasn't on my stream and I'd be streaming myself, I would probably do the same. That's fair. Look, yeah. I, I I appreciate it. I, I don't want to sound like a ungrateful asshole here, but <laughs> I, I I think it makes a lot of sense. Like people want to troll, people want to do whatever. Like I'm fine with it. I I would rather them spend their money somewhere else. But if if that's if they want to use my emotes, because I I still do have, I, I still see some of my emotes uh, being posted in some. Streams. Yeah, the, the like, CCO uh, dude is one of my favorites. And this one, one the, the CCO please the. And yeah. Slam. I think those ones are, are used the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if you still want to use them, that's fine. Like, I'm happy to, for you to, to sub and use those. <laughs> Maybe I should make those. Uh, actually, I, can, I don't know if they can use follower emotes. I think it's only in that channel. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess you guys have to sub then. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You've been judging quite some tournaments lately, CCO. Yeah. Can you, can you yeah. tell us how you got into this? Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny, right? Like, uh, so I, I wasn't like necessarily having that much fun with the game. Uh, kind of stopped streaming, and I was looking for somewhere, some basically some, I like way for me to still give back to the community and, and be able to participate. And uh, I I'm at a spot in my life where I want to travel a little bit more, so I think it made a lot of sense to try and like have opportunities for me to travel, go meet the, my viewers and some of my friends that I've met online through the pandemic and, mm-hmm. and still give or participate to the community. Um, 
like I have previous experience from um, having like done so many Smash tournaments and organizing them. The organizer side was very easy for me, and then I also have the knowledge just from being a, a washed-up self legend. I, I still understand the game to to some extent. Of course, otherwise we would not have asked you for e rappers. I actually want to hear the story of how you became one of the EU emperors, because that is a very exclusive spot. Like, they don't just hand that over to anyone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they kind of do it. (laughs) But uh, that was with the previous captain. Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 funny because you look at it and you're like, why? Like, they they probably had like they they, like they were like back to back cycle champions in EU and all that stuff. you guys won worlds as well. Like, why give it to some washed up guy? I, I I think a lot of it is like just hanging out with your friends as well. I think that's factions. And after worlds, there was a part of me that really wanted to try to like have my foot into competitive again a little bit. And I I thought, why not do factions? That sounds like a fun idea. Also, I think the fit made a lot of sense. I don't really want to like play full time on a faction, even though it's one once a week. I don't want to get like force myself to play, and I think it made a lot of sense for uh, uh, for me to just join a team that doesn't necessarily need a lot of like subbing time. So, like I told Thomas at the time, hey, if I play once every three or four weeks, or even if I if I don't play, if I just play once a, a one battle per cycle, I'll be happy with that. And I think it made a lot of sense for Thomas to say yes. It, it took a little bit of convincing. I think Martin was a bit more on board than thomas at the time maybe drinks that's true it, like, like you always do <laughs> you, you should know martin's always the you know what's funny martin's always the drunkest at all these events and i always showed up a little later because judging we, we have to finish up after the tournament and ba- basically by the time i show up martin's <laughs> completely wasted only once only. what do you mean only once i've had multiple accounts and, and then he kind of at least he's responsible goes goes to bed early drinks a lot of water pops a few uh paracetamol or something it's like the major bummer for me too like when you're casting that you don't get to hang out with the community as much yeah i i i tell you there's probably like part of me that wants to compete a little bit just to potentially have that uh again just be able to Hang out more because I uh, judging we do uh we, we get up very early and we mm-hmm. kind of get up uh get out very late as well. So by the time most people are either already done or, or already uh very drunk like Martin. Um <laughs> you know it's it's it, most of it I think he, he, we still get to hang out a little bit, but there's also the fact that like you know we're we're in the community we're in the organizing or in the tournament like uh, staff so it's it's also harder a little bit so, i agree with you amanda so if you weren't uh judging then would you want to be a competitor that's it's a loaded question there's there's it involves like when i want to um, when i want to win like or when i want to compete i don't want to win I think. so i know and, and you think that you involves, it involves a lot of practice a lot of uh a lot of luck in the sense and it it, it 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 would require me to, in a sense, like I would have to do good comparatively with like what I get from staffing. Like the risk is uh, way higher uh, when I'm competing. But it, it, I, there's definitely a part of me that uh, that would still be there. And some people like to laugh at the the tweet I made recently, where 
a dormant beast was awoken. Well, I, I think that's what I was talking about mostly. Um, yeah. Where the copium. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's definitely big copium. But <laughs> after playing on stream on Friday or on Thursday at UIC, I was like, huh, I'm I'm surprised. Like I didn't know this was still in me. Like this this competitive side. This like I wanted. I still want to win and and play good at this game. So we'll see. For for now, for now, probably not. But I might have some plans into it. I, I just don't want to go O2. I, I, I've, a lot of people would laugh at me. So let's say like CCO in his prime and Inadequance in his prime. Who is the actual bitter battler there? I never Here's played the... CCO in his prime. I know, so I know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Here, here's the thing. I think it's hard because I think probably back then people weren't as good. Uh, I think that's how it works in competitive games. The earlier you peak, the the worst in general you were. Uh, I think I think the fact that Martin has been good for a long time probably means he's a better battle than me. I would in my prime I I might have been better than him in my prime. And probably uh it's probably the case, but <laughs> Martin's definitely better than me now, and he has been for a long time at this point. Um yeah, I, I think I think that if if I like I think uh, if you look at like who's the top battlers in the world, right? At some point, or like legacy wise, like there's a couple names that come up. Probably Martin's not there, but he's pretty close, right? I I think of like Thomas, like House Stark, like those like very like very good players from still basically season one and still to this day. Uh, Martin's got to be pretty close to that. I accept his answer. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> That's <a> very nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's difficult to say when. Uh, like sometimes I feel like a prime form is just when you have your alignments uh, well consistent. That, that so, is true. Because there's there's times that I struggle with matches where I still and I look back at them and I'm, I don't feel like I played bad at all. But just unfortunate alignment that my opponent also playing well, as you say, many players are getting better too like uh if people are now learning their timing especially uh people that had a lot of advantage of like fossil denial back then they have to like they now know it doesn't help them as much anymore so they get into timing and stuff right which works way more consistent and i think that uh, really made really upped the the skill level yeah, because I remember a couple things in Silk where like I would abuse like uh, QSA, like like my locals didn't know about that. Like like the counts, a lot of people didn't really count back then. Even though I ne- didn't necessarily count, I had like feel wise, I was way better. Uh, it, it's just like there, there's so many things that people do nowadays that I look at. I'm like, I barely did that back then, and now it seems everybody like even. Like you just look at some random guy in the bracket and like, yeah, how does this guy know this? Um, It's harder. There's a lot more better players. There's more information out there as well. Back then it was kind of like the top 10 kind of knew a bunch of secrets and we didn't really tell anybody because we wanted to be better than everyone. So I think if I give me six months with like real practice, I think I I could definitely still Uh be up there. The problem is, the problem is, I would have to practice and I know, I know I would lack motivation at some point. Uh, I I still think I could get back to some okay form, probably not top three in the world back like back then, but I could definitely uh, 
I, I that might be some coke, but I think I could qualify to worlds. Um, <laughs> okay, wow. okay, let's see. I, 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 I think I could qualify to worlds <laughs> with a full season and at, like an actual three to six months practice, and I think I could do it. That's that's, that's that's a big statement. I, I wish we could place a bet here, but I guess you're staying into judging. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, uh, it would make no yeah. sense for me to do that. Uh-huh. Such a shame. I mean, we could, we could, <laughs> if you really want to. But I think this is a good point because you did hit Sylph Legend when it was the hardest to do so because Sylph has made it easier and easier every year. And a lot of good players who were leaderboarding in the past have like, they've lost motivation and a lot of people aren't even playing anymore. When you hit Legend, you had to like pick which cup you were going to wait in advance. And so, yeah. And so I think to to hit Legend in that season is, is pretty... It's something credible. So you were good. You were actually incredible at one point. Yeah, I, I was definitely good at the game back then. Uh, I, I think nowadays I'm like, it, it's the same thing with anything. If you stop practicing, if you stop caring and, and, and kind of just rely on your talent, people are just going to catch up. And nowadays you just you just need to play GBL at a high level. You need to think, you need to to practice, you need to scrim, you need to do some team building, you need to look back at your like matches and, and think what, what could I have done different it's it, there's a lot more things that go into it than, than back then and, and like you said don't get me wrong I, I, was, I was definitely good i'm still proud of that and i always uh i always uh sometimes when people uh, say oh you're washed up it's like yeah i hit legend when it, it was actually hard but i look back at it fondly but i would not get back into self uh except factions factions is chill it's chill it's fun less commitment you're just hanging out with your friends i think factions is a, was a good addition to the game it's uh I, I agree it's good to good to have. You know we need to give playtime actually as well. That's because we, we we need the dormant beast to be able to <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I actually really laughed pretty hard when you played against Scrap and Pete because the lineup that you played was just such a, a basic lineup for GBL. Like with a nasty yeah. dog, Shadowvic, yeah. and yeah. defense Deoxys, I was like, oh boy, like, <laughs> I think uh I think I at first, I wasn't going to play that. And then after losing game one, I was like, okay, like, I, I got to try and play something. And Bastidon made a lot of sense just in that meta. If you remove the top 12 of all those bulky Pokemon, Bastidon kind of goes to town. Then Mandiba comes back. And there's a lot of things that don't want to see Bastidon. Um, and obviously, I have Caleb on my team tell me, Charles, you should probably play Bastidon. Um, and then Shadow Vic was kind of just like a meme pick, but mm-hmm. it kind of ended up working out pretty well. Yeah, it, it ended up pretty working out pretty well. Uh, obviously, I think I was I, I I watched back a little bit of it, and it seems like the the casters in the chat liked it. Uh, they were asking for a charmer, but unfortunately, I, I kind of forgot. I think the team fit you very well. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed uh, playing it on stream and. Like, uh, <laughs> just, just it's, it's just so much fun. Pete, Pete just Pete is a uh, such a sweetheart, and it was just, just fun to uh, enjoy the the spotlight back like back then. So, who knows? Maybe I'll compete again. Who knows? Yeah, as our as our E Empress uh, only winner so far. True, <laughs> only undefeated EU Emperor at UAC. Amanda, shall we uh, ask final question here to Tio? Yeah. Uh, I'm- I'm just going to have to come clean about it. Oh, we had this really good long interview going on with, you know, some really good takes and some nice things that the CCO was saying. And then I realized like right in the middle of it that I just 
forgot to turn the audio levels up, and so we weren't recording any of it, and so now we have to redo all of it. So, But before we do the ender, do you have any uh, controversial takes that you want to share? I mean, I, let, let's start with one. First careful, of all, he's full of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we can easily I'll, throw one that I think's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> What like what what's the like your your podcast name for brawlers and champions? I think mm-hmm. it, it really, if I'm being polite, it really rolls off the tongue. That's all I'm gonna say. She, 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 oh wait, that, that's I think I think I, yeah. I think if you, I would suggest a smaller, a, a shorter name, but that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for feedback. We'll take yeah, that. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> Maybe send a ticket. We'll take a look at it. Oh, God. I'll send the to help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we read all the support chats, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the end question is, uh, yeah. Well, it is actually about the title, so go ahead and uh, get wrecked. <laughs> okay. So we're kind of categorizing PvP players into crib brawlers who are like scrappy players who are good. Maybe they're not like super great or well known yet, but they have a lot of potential. And then also the champions, which are like some obvious ones, the uh, household names. You, you named a couple of them already. So if you were to pick someone to be a, now I can't even say it, a brawler, <laughs> uh, who would that be? And also who would your champion be? Like best up and coming. Well, can can we even say Wadaj is an up and comer, right? He's not qualified. Like. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. We're throwing shade out here. I mean, I, look, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't want to be biased, but I've been rooting for him for a long time. I, I mm-hmm. kind of I. want him to, yeah. I kind of want him to qualify. I think he deserves it. He's a good player. He's just, he just kind of just gets in his head. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you can say he's a crub brawler still, but until he qualifies, I'll, I'll put him there. Um, and then I'm a champion. I'll be honest. I think um, I, I didn't know a lot of the EU players uh, at first. Uh, but obviously, I, I got to meet a bunch of them uh, at EUIC. Uh, I think Human Catcher Bug, very, I was very impressed with how he played. Uh, I, 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 I know he won, uh, which one was it? Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I hadn't heard of him at all. And I saw him play uh, on stage at EUIC. Very impressed. Seems like he could, uh, could take it all. Yeah, well, he lost to uh, someone who's. Uh, always tired, right? And when, as the tournament progressed, um, everyone got really tired. But there was one player who then is in his element, right? It's the Nut ninety three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I agree. It, like, it is actually my first time meeting Felix. You know that, right? I think uh, <laughs> what? First, yeah, the first yeah the first time we've talked was about four years ago when we first played in Forest Cup after Sylph, and then we kind of became good friends and we started screaming together. Um, and yeah, never met him before that. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. He's he's uh he's something in person, but <laughs> we we are we are very similar in, in a lot of ways. So sure. I, I yeah I, I enjoyed this company. Okay, I'm gonna do one more controversial take then before we go, because uh, that reminds me of this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one, and then I want your opinion. Sure. Who do you think has more talent, NA battlers? Or EU battlers. Oh boy! Oh jeez, that, that's a long. <laughs> um, Remember, you're with two EU people, right? Yeah, now. Th- th- this is hard. This is hard because I'm I'm in the EU faction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. You know what? I think this change at some point. I think early self 
NA was better. Uh, if you include Argentina, I guess. But now I think EU might be better. Yeah. Just for the records, Argentina is not North America, right? I know, but that's America. That's fine. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Then then it's all America. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think EU might be better now. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I, I mean I am I am dual citizens because mm-hmm. I am technically from NA, but he's, I play he's also EU. French. Yeah, he's also yeah. French. So I I'm I, I, I have both. Regardless of what happens, I could say I'm EU or, or NA. So I'll take that. Always safe. Yep. Best of both worlds. <laughs> exactly. All right, Charles, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, sorry I screwed it up so horribly before. Yes. Any chance to uh, to talk with you longer is a, is a good opportunity. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, we forgot to tell that that story you told me about. The, the, did, 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 did Amanda tell you this one time where she met some... Uh, some oh, fan at yeah. the at a bar, and then he proceeded to tell Amanda that he was a CCO fan for the. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Amanda, and I was like, "Cool, bro." <laughs> but you were I, also there. Uh, yeah, but apparently, I he hadn't met me yet. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who that was, but I kind of wanted to know a name. But yeah. To be honest, yeah, it was the first time that I met him, and it was not a name that I was familiar with in the community. But that I mean, that doesn't mean that that they're not an important member of the community. I just, but yeah, I, I didn't know him, but he, uh, he definitely knew you. Maybe they'll, uh, up themselves now that this is out in the world. Yep. You'll get a, you'll get a new Twitch subscription from them. Yeah. They might have already <laughs> That'd be good, actually. All right. Thank you so much, Charles, for, uh, for your time. Thank you guys for inviting me. That was fun.